0: Right when you pull up into the parking lot you're like this is different i don't feel like i'm in the city we built it to provide an ex family experience for people we didn't want you to walk out with hands full of just you know junk and materialistic things we wanted the family to walk back to the car and say we had a good time together
1: thanks for joining us on louisiana's playground podcast your roadmap to all things lake charles louisiana i'm brady reynard
2: I'm Jillian Corder, his better half. We're excited to bring you the authentic stories and experiences of Southwest Louisiana with all the tools that you need to build your own personal Lake Charles itinerary.
1: I thought you, maybe you had another comment after that. What? Just just checking.
2: You call me your better half. Yeah. I can't also call myself that.
1: I don't know. It doesn't hit the same way. Look, <laughs> we've got a great show for you today. Episode 38. We're talking with Mr. Tim Robles of Lake Area Adventures. A, uh, I like calling it a, a entertainment superplex, but apparently it's a family entertainment center. just not quite as cool as a superplex entertainment center. You just right? like the
2: word superplex because yeah, you made really,
1: it up. Yeah, yeah, it sounds really cool. Anyway, it's a fun conversation of a great Lake Charles attraction here uh, that you definitely need to check out. Whether you live here or just visiting, it's, it's a spot that you need to see. Before we get to that conversation, though, as we always do, it's time for a little taste of Southwest Louisiana on The Eats.
2: This week for on v eats we head over to 1910 this is an excellent little restaurant in downtown lake charles historic building with a really modern flair inside
1: i do love the building itself is called the phoenix building because there was a fire in 1910 that wiped out a lot of lake charles and this was one of the buildings that was kind of uh, built from the ashes so to speak yep which is why it's named 1910. So there's a lot of history behind the mm-hmm. the, the name as well. You'll see it, on their logo, they have a little flame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I guess kind of represents two things, right? Yeah. The fire and then cooking. So a cozy farm to table restaurant that really focuses uh, like on fresh flavors. And they're bold in the way that they combine classic dishes and then some contemporary dishes as well and mm-hmm. the styles. And it's just a really uh, special place.
2: Yeah. An elevated restaurant right in downtown Lake Charles.
1: Sure. And look, and I say farm to table, they have agreements with uh, local farms, like carrier farms. And so you know that that food is fresh and you also know it because it rotates specials. So something that might be on the menu today might not be next week because that's not what they're getting from the farm. And so it's a really cool experience. Every time you go, it's a like a mini adventure. For sure. Uh, currently, like right now, for example, oysters are on their menu for Lent. They serve them on the half shell. Or they serve them fried as well. So you got to get them if they're there. They serve Louisiana favorites like shrimp and grits, shrimp po' boys. They also do like burgers, pasta, steaks, and salad.
2: That's right. And they have a beautiful, really long, full-service bar inside as well. Um, lots of wine bottles everywhere and whiskey, uh, so a little bit of everything there. It's a really fun experience. Uh, starting out though, speaking of farm to table, we started um, with fried green tomatoes, which are locally grown.
1: Yeah, they're lightly breaded, uh, and then they they're served on the side with a spicy horseradish crema. So uh, you know the first thing that you kind of notice they're crunchy, right? They, mm-hmm. they do a really good job with their um, with their breaded crust but it's a real firm bite from the tomato. It reminds you of kind of eating a fried pickle, except pickles are way more thin typically. Sure. Uh, and they have a, a different flavor. But that's my first thought as you bite it and you're like, oh, it's kind of like eating a fried pickle. But the spicy yeah. horseradish crema is like zesty. It's tangy. It's got some dill in it, I believe, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And so it's a really cool flavor.
2: It is. In fact, I could have eaten that with just about anything. Um, it's It's really good just all on its own. And I will say this, you know, fried food, can be heavy. it can feel sure. like you're being bad when you eat it. and these fried tomatoes, which i I don't even eat tomatoes, but I ate these, um the, they don't feel heavy or like you're you're you know cheating that diet too bad. It's not greasy food. It doesn't feel like fried food. It feels fresh,
1: speaking of the cherry and feta burger is what you were able to order. It looked really good.
2: it was absolutely delicious. So this is uh, cherry Steen's glaze. With feta and mixed greens on top of a thick burger patty. This is a thick two C's, thick with two C's. Yes, this is a a, a big slab of of burger, uh, and it was just really good. Um, it, it had that perfect the steam syrup as a perfect little sweetness uh, to counteract the kind of a salty flavor that you get from feta cheese. Um, I've never had feta on a burger before. Um, before I ordered this one. And man, it's kind of a game changer for me.
1: I like how you call it unique. I think that's the the real selling point there mm-hmm. is that they offer things that you're familiar with, sure. right? Like a fried vegetable and fried green tomatoes isn't something unique to their restaurant, but it's not something that you see very often. Yeah. But you understand what a burger is. You can get that anywhere. But how many places are offering a feta burger? Right. Sure. Those are the things that are real different. Same thing with what I got. The blackened tuna sandwich. Oh yeah. You know, there's not a lot of places in town that offer a tuna steak, and um, and they do, and they blacken it perfect. Uh, uh, the pepper really shines in their seasoning for sure. They put a blueberry barbecue sauce on it, uh, mixed greens, tomato, and Monterey Jack cheese. I cut the tomatoes. I'm not the big. Fa- I'm not a big fan of tomatoes, despite me eating the fried green tomatoes, which tells you how <laughs> good those were. Uh, And the first thing you gotta notice that the tuna is very firm. You get the crunch from the greens. Uh, The barbecue blueberry sauce is sweet, but not that sweet. You know, it's that it's that it it truly is a barbecue sauce. That same way that you know it's gonna have that sugar in it, but it's not too too sweet. It's a very clean bite. I think is the way that you you kind of show it. It feels like you're eating a burger, but it tastes like you're eating a great piece of tuna.
2: Yeah, I, I got to taste the the blueberry barbecue sauce from your sandwich. And you're right. It's still a barbecue sauce. It's a little sweet, not dessert like though. A little bit of fruity. Yeah, it's it's not like a dessert. It doesn't you don't feel like, oh, this doesn't belong. Um, it's perfect. It's a really, really good flavor that is again unique. I would have never thought that up, but um yeah, it's and, really good. And
1: typically with fish, you're not seeing sweet. Always, you know, that's usually reserved for maybe chicken, obviously pork. And so it works with this, though. I think that's important. We also got the fries. Wanted to make sure they're very light colored, but man, they've got such a full bite. They're perfectly salty. Uh, And I have on my paper, they were begging for ketchup. That could sound like a bad thing. But what I mean is that like sometimes you get those fries and ketchup just it's like
2: you understand why they go together. Yes. And
1: these (laughs) fries were made for ketchup.
2: Yeah, overall, a really great meal. Agreed. And look, I had to leave the meal before dessert came out. So you know I'm heartbroken about this. But, Brady, go ahead and tell us about these excellent desserts that you took a picture of to tease me with.
1: Yeah, so they brought out two desserts uh, they wanted us to make sure to try. Uh, For lunch, we were not necessarily wanting dessert, and they were like, no, no, no. We need you to see these.
2: Get the dessert.
1: And so we said, all right. They brought out a campfire brownie, a graham cracker crust. Now realize all of this is homemade. Graham cracker crust, a triple chocolate brownie, and then there's marshmallows on the side and they toast the top of them with uh, like a little, fl- the, the the mini flamethrowers.
2: Mini flamethrowers, yes. It's way
1: cooler than actually what they're called.
2: Yeah, mini flamethrower. We'll go with that.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then a huge scoop of vanilla bean ice cream. Mm. So, so everything sad. is warm except for the ice cream. Yeah. You get such a thick chocolate flavor from the brownies. Mm-hmm. The ice cream, exactly what you want. Uh, that vanilla ice cream, so perfect. Uh, the graham cracker crust is so interesting with, yeah. with the brownie. You don't typically see that, but it all works together. Because obviously this is to elicit the flavor of a s'more. Yeah. Um, and then the marshmallow were were very soft. I know a lot of people don't love marshmallow. Typically, it's the texture from the marshmallows, but these were soft, so you it you just melted into everything else. So decadent. At the end of the day, incredible. Um, our photographer that was with us, Catherine Shea, she polished off almost the whole thing by herself.
2: And she never. I had a few bites. Yeah, and and I feel like she's not huge on dessert. She, she was, tries to be really good.
1: She was eating her sandwich and she said, "Okay, I need to stop." And she just said, I'm gonna eat the rest of this for later. That's it's it's, yeah. it's dessert time.
2: Here comes the brownie. I'm so upset that I missed it. You have no idea. The
1: second dessert that they wanted us to try, the uh tray leche strawberry shortcake. So it's a homemade yellow cake, macerated strawberries, which means they kind of they they're they're cut and they uh, sit in a liquid to kind of soften up. Uh tray leche cream, vanilla whipped cream, uh graham cracker crumble, strawberry jam. Once again, each of these ingredients were made in-house. Mm-hmm. So they're not yeah. buying and then putting together. They're making each in-house as they put together. Um, the first thing I noticed, super, super sweet bite. You take a bite and it's like, whoo, this is really sweet. And then all of a sudden it just starts to settle. Yeah. And you, the super sweetness kind of dissipates into yeah. just that perfect sweetness. Yeah. It's hard to kind of really relay that.
2: And and there's something about strawberry shortcake that has a um a lightness to yep. it. So no matter how rich and sweet it could be, yep. it's a it's kind of feels lighter. And it's
1: much lighter than the brownies. Sure. Right. So like it might initially be sweeter and then by the time it settles, you're like, okay, it's not quite as as sweet and decadent as what the, the brownie was. Um I call it like a business conference of sweet sauces and jams altogether, right? They're just they're all together. They're It's professional. You made
2: this amazing dish sound really boring. <laughs> it was.
1: Well, what I mean is that it's efficient. Like, it's so it's good. It It's really, really good. Uh, and a thought I also had was like, I would love to see this jam on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich.
2: Of course you would, because you live for peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And
1: so, overall, the experience is a lot of fun. Uh, it's a very casual uh, – you're going to wait a little bit because so much of it is fresh and cooked, so don't expect to to have a, a five-minute turnaround in the restaurant. Sure. But that plays into the experience. It's cozy. It's mm-hmm. meant for you to spend some time and enjoy yourself there. So yep. don't go in on a rush is what I'm saying.
2: Yes, and it just makes you realize that these chefs are taking such good care of you sure. in the kitchen. Agreed. Um, same thing for when you're ordering and the wait staff is asking you how do you want that cooked and, and not just on your fish, but on, you know, everything, you know what I mean? It just tells you that there's a a higher level here. It's elevated. You know, your chef is taking care of you. It feels specific to you. That's a, that's an experience that you, you really, it can't really be matched. You know what I mean? You feel important when you walk into a place like this is taking care of you.
1: And it's a very convenient location just off Ryan, um, at, at the light, as soon as you get into downtown. Um, and so it's, it's, yeah. Pretty close off I-10, and then just a little bit of a drive off 210 as well. So. Sure,
2: and and if you're heading to downtown to do, you know, kind of a walking tour of what we've got to offer downtown, right there next to the historic City Hall across from the courthouse, it's a beautiful scene right there. It's really picturesque and walkable. So if we're having, you know... Uh, Anything happening down at the Civic Center or they've closed off Ryan Street for some kind of festival uh, at the time. Like, this is the perfect spot. It's
1: Yeah, it's always right there and yeah. and agreed. And they also have patio seating as well, uh, so you can really take it in. Mardi Gras is obviously huge as it passes right in front yep. of the restaurant. So, it's a great location, and I'm sure if you're coming into Lake Charles, you'll see it at some point.
2: Don't miss it.
1: From a great meal to a great guest, we welcome on Tim Robles with Lake Erie Adventures. and all-in-one entertainment uh, superplex, if you will, right here in Lake Charles. Welcome to the show, Tim.
0: Thank you. So glad to be here.
2: So Southwest Louisiana is known for big city amenities, but small town charm, right? It makes for a variety of experiences that somebody can add to their itinerary from the types of food that we offer to outdoor adventures, which you guys specialize in from national and regional entertainment here that the lake area draws in. So before we get started with our interview, we ask each guest a couple of questions to let our listeners know you a little bit better and see how you play in Louisiana's playground. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Question number one, crawfish or gumbo?
0: Ooh, I'm going to go crawfish.
2: Okay. We have been on, I don't know, it seems like a big stretch of gumbo people that we've interviewed. So why crawfish?
0: Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. A good bowl of gumbo is, is up there. But uh, crawfish, my girls just love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what they want for their birthday meals. And so <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> it's kind of, I guess, that thing of uh, enjoying it with my daughters.
2: Okay. Next question. Poolside or beachside?
0: who um i'm gonna say beach side my family will say pool side but i'm i i like i'll go on the beach
2: okay me too yes i i like to have toes in the sand mm-hmm. listen to the waves kind of thing I, i'm a
0: people person so mm-hmm. there's more of um a cool crowd of uh people watching mm-hmm. you know uh the beach and uh but uh, we're, if we're going to stay at the beach, that the resort better have a nice pool for the... for <laughs> I have daughters, so... Yeah, yeah. they want to <laughs> hang out in the pool. No mm-hmm, yes swimming ma'am.
2: in the ocean for them. That's huh? right. Okay, next question. Concert or comedy show?
0: Oh, concert. We, me and my wife love live music. Yes. Okay. Live music is uh, something that's uh, uh, very special for us.
2: Great. And a lot of live music here in Southwest Louisiana all the time. That is what
0: we love. That was one of the reasons we did what we did was to give local artists another venue that they could play at. We, we can't get enough of uh, listening to musicians.
1: And I love that, which we'll get to here in a minute with you guys' uh, kind of Friday night concert series that you guys do. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of opening in March of 2023, Lake Area Adventures celebrated a year in its uh, country club location, the superplex of, mm-hmm. of entertainment. Um, what has that year been like for you guys?
0: Uh wow! Uh, it, it's been it's been special. It's been challenging. It's been a learning curve. Um, there's been lots of fun. There's been, uh, you know, uh, you know, anyone who sits up here as a small because we are small business local business owners, and um, it, you know, there's been obstacles and learning curves and how does this actually work? Uh, one thing you'll see from the the DNA of our company to the construction of the facility. We kind of did this on our own. Uh, we did not hire outside consultants. We didn't bring in outside architects. We, uh, this was something that we said is, was going to be founded and, th- and envisioned in Lake Charles, built for Lake Charles, uh, and sustained by Lake Charles. And to do something like that, uh, there was long nights, um, some um, struggles. But ultimately, I would say uh, we're looking forward to uh, another year.
1: And I love that that it is very local focused, local centric okay. between, like you said, the building of it, the idea of it, and the hopefully the longevity of it.' That's in right. terms of how it kind of grows at the end of the day, you kind of want to be tied to the hip too, like Charles.
0: That's right. Um, we did once we opened, we had outside uh, what's what it's called is uh, the industry is uh, FEC family entertainment centers. Uh, so uh, we had um, owners of other FECs. Uh, big FECs and franchise FECs come and and tour our facility and look around, uh, and they definitely all said, "You, you have something different here." Uh, but the one they were offering up certain um, advice and certain and and some of the advice was great, but in others they just they Lake Charles is a different place. It's it's different. Southwest Louisiana is different, and it doesn't operate like Baton Rouge. It doesn't operate like Beaumont. It doesn't operate like. Um, you know Houston and Austin, and we we went to Orlando, we went to Tampa. Uh, just there, there, it is a you know we like. I think a lot of people out there like to say you know your home is special, and it is. But you know, uh, moving here and staying here was because I knew this was a special place, and in in that environment, we knew we had to know our target, and we built this for the locals. We built this for Southwest Louisiana people. And there's a longevity to it. I tell my my team all the time. There's two things that I realize real quick. You got to have manners, and you better keep it clean. And um, <laughs> you know, so yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, thank you. And and uh, and you you even say to the, the we even uh, call the children when they come in. We like to get to know their names, and we'll call Mister Mr. and Mrs. And uh, uh, so it's just little elements that we wanted. That this is not a franchise. This is built by and for Southwest Louisiana.
2: Y'all saw uh, a tagline is "Eat, Play, Party." Yes, How do ma'am. you think that that sums up this area?
0: I, I when we when it was brought to my attention, uh, I always try to consider myself pretty creative, but <laughs> didn't come up with that one. <laughs> and uh, when it came, it just like, man, that is Southwest Louisiana. You look at the years that the the city's gone through, you know, from COVID to the to the natural disasters and everything, and so that concept of eat, play, um, and party. Was a concept that we just thought like we never even lost that, and even our troubling times, there was a low, but we always came back. And everybody still gets outside; uh, they still enjoy their neighbors. And uh, food is a big part mm-hmm. of what we do. Um, sure, play play was kind of really kind of birth for music, and party was well. No one knows how to throw a party like Louisiana. So, <laughs> you know.
2: I think you're right.
1: Speaking of you, you touched on the hurricanes, and that was. Obviously, in 2020. So sure. from 2020 to 2023, less than three years, mm-hmm. you guys went from kind of getting sucker punched in a way, in a way, right? All mm-hmm. of us here in Southwest Louisiana to then building a 35,000 square foot party arena, yeah. uh, an FEC, uh, to be uh, politically correct, right? To, yes. To, to follow the real <laughs> the terms, clinical terms, yeah, gotcha. the clinical terms. Um, did has it has that process and to get here worked out the way you guys envisioned? No. Uh, <laughs> does it ever
0: though. <laughs> no, I mean, we, I will say this, my, my wife will, will, could uh, validate this and it's going to sound very funny when we finished the construction of the building and myself and my team sat inside the building and we just looked at all the lights on and the music was playing. Nobody was there, but us. And, um, my wife asked me, she goes, I just never saw, I never thought it would look like this. And we said, we knew ex- it would exactly look like this from the minute we thought of it just standing in that place when it was all blown out and everything, it was already in our heads. And we said, and, and I said, the only thing I can't envision is the people. And she was like, what does that mean? And I said, I don't think, I, I don't know if anybody's going to come. And she's like, so why did you do it? <laughs> and I said, I just wanted to see that we could do it that I wanted to show that like Charles could uh, our, our biggest thing in Southwest Louisiana. I wanted to do was say when, when a group of people step up and tell their neighbors and their community, we're going to do this, that they don't have to wait 20 years. They don't have to wait 10 years. They don't have to wait five years. That When we said we're going to do this, we just did it. And if anything happened, and and believe me, I'm glad people came because we had to pay the bills. We still have (laughs) to pay the bills. But we wanted Southwest Louisiana to know that there were people out there that would do something grand and something big. And when they said they would do it, they would do it. They would do it in a timely manner. And then they would do it and say thank you to the community and this is yours. And so... I When asked, you know, did it turn out the way I didn't envision i couldn't i was I was hoping that people would come. The restaurant kind of side of it, uh, you know, I, I know you all have done a podcast with Chef and everything. Um, you know, most places like this normally have a concession stand. Yeah. uh, and, and kind of like some nachos and things. And to be honest with you, that's better for the bottom dollar. We wanted to give more to Lake Charles. We wanted to give, uh, the adults, um, something that when they were there with their kids, they knew their kids weren't getting, uh, all processed food. And they also knew that it was a, you could have a, a very good meal here, mm-hmm. uh, and, 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 uh, enjoy it. So, Uh, that I would say we didn't quite know how that would envision. And in the last year, I think the blending of the food and the, what we call the, the theme part of it, Mm -hmm. blending those two together, we're still working those, those, that vision out. So I don't know if that quite answered your question, (laughs) but, um, I knew what the, what it would physically look like. I did not know what it would, how it would operate.
2: So now that there are, it's full of people, (laughs) now that you can actually see that, Mm -hmm. um, what, when people come to it, what do you guys have to offer there?
0: Uh, Well, the first thing is uh, I want an atmosphere. Uh, I know that sounds weird. You know, uh, it's just kind of, you know, you go to those places um, where right when you pull up into the parking lot, you're like, this is different. I don't feel like I'm in the city or whatnot. When you walk in, uh, we want stress-free. You're not, when... A lot of the city shows up at one time. That's kind of hard to do. Um, but we do want you to be able to, you know, get your ticket. And then once you go through the doors, anything from, you know, the air park uh, is 10,500 square feet of, I mean, just pure kid enjoyment. Um, you know, adults uh, uh, tend to love to get on it, but it is a workout for the adults. <laughs> uh, but the kids will go. Uh, we uh, specifically built a, a, a ropes course uh, that has multiple stations that will be changing out. Uh there. Uh we have what's called a bouldering wall uh, where you don't have to harness in. It's actually even color coordinated where you can follow certain trails on the wall. Or you can just jump on it, uh climb, get to the top, and let yourself free fall all the way down as long as you sign the waiver. Um <laughs> uh, but then you know, even to our our I'm very pleased with our esports arena. Um we wanted to not do a typical arcade uh where you know parents. Um, you know, would have to buy the game card, and then you know you're like, oh, I gave you twenty dollars, and then before you know it, three games in, twenty dollars is gone. Uh, this was no. Once that band is on, uh, these are the games the kids like to play. These are, but what we did was we souped them up and we put every high quality piece of equipment with it that, as any person out there buying gaming equipment, can get very expensive. So we did it in a way where your kids can enjoy the high quality things. And any game they want, as long as you're, like your Lake Erie Adventures are spanned on, you're good to play. Um, we even have the old school arcade games in there. For um, I had a dad. Uh, one of the coolest moments I had was I had a dad pull me aside. We had probably been open for about five months. And we have the uh, ba- the uh, Galactica game, the old school arcade in its original cabinet. And it was his favorite game as a kid. And he would play it in the arcade at this mall that he grew up in. Sure. And he said, I come up here on Saturdays now and me and my son play this game. And he goes, I never thought me and my boy would play this game in its original format. And now I get to do it in my own hometown. And he just shook my hand and said, I just want to thank you. And I never thought... An experience like that would go so far for him and his son. but uh, And they are regular. They're actually members now with us. Uh, uh, they come and they have a meal, and, and they play that game on, on Saturday afternoons uh, with each other there. Um, so really and truly, I know I could go on and on about all the stuff from the Omni Arena that we have that's uh, one of 60 in the country, uh, those things. But ultimately, I'm going to be honest, uh, we built it to provide a ex- family experience for people. We didn't want you to walk out – With hands full of just, you know, junk and materialistic things, we wanted the family to walk back to the car and say we had a good time together.
2: Mm -hmm. What a great experience you're providing people. And like the moments you talked about, the father and son what a moment. And, right?
1: I, and and when I went in there, you know, I grew up in the mall arcade era right. too. Right? right. We had home consoles, but that was still something. We went to the mall mm-hmm. and I said, mom, can I get $5 and I'm going to go play Mortal right. Kombat and, mm-hmm. and yeah. Tekken and all these over there. And so when I went in too, that was the first thing that I saw. I was like, look at these arcade games. Like, you know, some of them that were in there, I was like, dude, I remember playing these as a kid. That's right. And so, you know, having that moment, hopefully with, with Philip or, or Catherine, our kids, Uh, is something that I I think I relate to that dad a lot.
0: We even have uh, the the bigger ones. And now if you look, you'll have miniature size arcade cabinets that are just right for Mm -hmm. the kids' size. But the number one thing the kids are playing, Pac-Man. It just doesn't go out of style. <laughs> they love it. They love it, and I mean, they will get into it. They're like, you know, they, they you'll see one kid playing it, and there's like three or four around him, and they're like, "Run, run! You got to stay away from the ghost thing." And uh-huh. they love it. You know, it doesn't go out our, of style. Our kid loves Pac-Man.
1: Waka Waka is what he goes because you know I do the Waka-waka Waka Waka at him, and he, he loves calls him Pac-Man. Waka Man. Waka
2: Man. And when it. something goes wrong, he goes wop 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 There womp. it is. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's yeah, it's, it's those. It's the experience. It's it what we want. So, yeah. eat, play, party. those three words will define an experience uh,
2: and speaking of the experience, we didn't touch on one thing, sure. which is the pool
0: yes, yes the 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 pool, so when lake area adventures was growing, so you know we started with boats, we started with two pontoon boats, that's what this company started with, and it's kind of morphed, and we tried different things and and stuff, but we. Uh, came across an opportunity to lease out a building that had a pool in it and we started providing swim lessons and then we realized that um you know there's really no excuse for somebody at any point in their age not to know how to swim um one of my things and 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 you've met my um my partner uh jerry antoine everybody knows i'm a sarge uh sarge just loves the outdoors and that's what me and him really connected on and what both of us were always just a little taken back by where how many people here in Southwest Louisiana don't know their backyard. They don't know their waterways. They don't know what they're sitting on top of. We just love getting, putting our own personal boats into the water, taking our kids out, um, taking them tubing, you know, and swimming is just something like you swim, you know how to swim. And so we, we built the pool for the, with the, the mindset of we still wanted to have that, that heart, in that passion that kids and, and we have what well, right now we have um, a, a young lady who's 81 years old who walked into our facility and said, I don't want to leave this earth, not knowing how to swim. And so she's been taking swim lessons and uh, we, it's an indoor heated pool year round and uh, to have um, our graduation of a child on a swim lesson is they basically show up in their play clothes and they have to fall into the pool as if they, We're walking the edge of a pool somewhere, Mm -hmm. fell in the water and know how to swim to the side. But we also want children to not be afraid of the water and to love the water, to respect the water. So we, in all of that, to be honest, one of those consultants said building a pool is a waste of your square footage. But Mm. we said, but it's not a waste of the experience we're trying to provide. So swim lessons are still something we want to do. And then we obviously took the pool and still had fun with it. So you can have birthday parties where you have your own pool. Um, and then we make it to where members of Lake Air Adventures year round can enjoy an indoor heated pool, uh, a nice environment, and uh, they love it. So we we love our little pool that we built.
2: I love that too. Um, so you guys, uh, it's a lot of this is is uh, geared toward maybe uh, young kids, teenagers. Obviously, their parents can enjoy it too. But for the little ones, you guys have toddler time too. That's right.
0: Yes, toddler time. Obviously, it was something that in, in the in in the industry is is important to do. You know, um, we felt like once we saw the crowds, like man, we do have a toddler section uh, just for the toddlers in the air park. It's uh, you know uh, where the big ones can't get in, uh, but ultimately, it can still get a little scary and a little overstimulating for the little ones. So we created toddler time. We have one during a weekday, uh, and then we also took a portion of our Saturday, which. You know, from a business aspect, was important because it, Saturdays are our big days. But we still were like – but we wanted those working parents to have a time to bring their little ones in. Uh, but it has morphed into something that I just – they walk in, we have bubble machines going. We took all of our sp- table space. We put blocks and Play-Doh, just the thing that a toddler would enjoy. Uh, and, you know, they would – it, our first t- couple times doing it, the, the kids would take the play doh and they'd run down the corridor. And no, no, the play doh has to stay here. And we're like, no, it doesn't. No, let <laughs> it. No, it's it's his world. Let them you know. <laughs> so you got a kid that takes the, the play doh to where the bubbles are, and then takes the the blocks to where the play doh is. And there was a, like for them, it was like it's just their space. It's just for them, and uh, it's a it's a safe uh, place uh, for them, uh, and and it's really cool to see the parents, uh, and then they get to go in the big air park, and when it's just for them. And I can only imagine it's pretty large, uh, you know, just for that toddler, but, uh, we enjoy our toddler time and it's special to us and, uh, um, where we appreciate that the community supports it. And the, the full gambit
1: runs, you guys go from toddler time mm-hmm. on Saturday yes, sir. to at the end of Saturday night, adult night, adult night.
0: That's right. Now, depending on the, um. Uh, age of your podcast listeners here that was something that was very tricky for me uh because just calling it adult night you know what does that mean you know so we had <laughs> you know, we were like all right we've got to be adventure clear after dark and right? so is we have a great that is it we have a great great uh team uh person came on uh heather hidalgo who runs my marketing and business development we just love heather uh she joined our team and so she helps me come up with these terms and i wouldn't even say helps me she comes up with them and um <laughs> So, uh, you know, the adventure after dark and basically it's a time, um, in which the adult, you could see a lot of the adults eyeing the, uh, the amenities, but there were a lot of kids on it. So we just started to say, okay, you know, at 10 o'clock on Saturday, we're going to bring in a karaoke guy and, you know, Hey kids, we love you and we respect you, but it's time for you to go home and, um, let the, uh, the adults come in and, uh, there are the beverages for them um and um it, it, it's pretty neat to watch a couple we had a couple come in and they did the whole thing they, they did the the meal they had a a full course thing from chef koozie uh wine drinks and then they hit to the air park and uh when they came out they you know uh she told me she's like it was like we were back in high school dating again you know they were just chasing each other around in the air park having a good old time uh, but some people just come to the after adventure night uh, there to uh, enjoy the drinks, the atmosphere that the patio provides. Uh, even our outdoor, many of the terrace, and all, which I know you've all already done into, we have really tried to create an atmosphere there. That is something that is kind of different uh, and special in mm-hmm. southwest Louisiana. The shades come down, the fire pits come on, uh, the music that's played, just the, the whole setting. So some people come to it and never even go inside. Uh, they just want to enjoy, yeah, uh, you know, to, from the the drinks to the food and uh, the company that they have. But, you know, if you haven't been on a ropes course in your thirties and forties, <laughs> um, the kids will go home. They won't laugh at you yeah. and give it a shot.
2: I See, that's why I would go. I, I'd be there f- specifically, not not so much for the food and drinks, though. I, I would take part in that mm-hmm. too, but to be dumb. Yes. To be playful, to mm-hmm. be young again for just a minute yeah. and and try out the ropes course and try to climb the yep. bouldering wall That's and it. see how epically I fail at it. My, you know?
0: my wife did it and she's like, I, I feel so like a goofball. And I was like, you know, but she was having a blast. And then there's live karaoke, so you have people karaokeing. It's just an all-around, you know, uh, safe, clean, uh, uh, fun environment.
2: A good time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now you talked uh, a little bit, I know in episode 20, we talked about our our, uh, conversation with Chef Amanda Cusey, Mm -hmm. uh, the seafood queen, the former seafood queen (laughs) here in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. You talked about the restaurant, some of the things that you've seen, how have you seen it kind of grow over the last year? Because the the concept was interesting, right? It's a a restaurant attached on the side, meaning you don't have to pay to go in. That's right. You know, it's a standard uh, standalone restaurant at the end of the day.
0: That's right. and that, that that's a good point. I'm glad that is brought up. Is that like a lot of people don't realize you don't even pay to go into Lake Area Adventures itself. Um, you pay if you're going to be on our amenities. But we have parents go in and read a book, sit in the comfortable chair while their kids play. They never paid. You know, they're in our AC. They're enjoying the atmosphere. And you know, we did try to you know, like I said, built for Southwest Louisiana. You know, I'm, I'm a a father and a husband, um, everyone's budget matters, you know? So we try to look at this and like, how can we make this, you know, efficient and economical? Uh, so yeah, the, the restaurant that we attach to it, um, some people just go and have, uh, like you said, uh, even yourselves, I think, um, some have gone to where they've never actually gone in yet fully and enjoyed what was inside. They just, they went for the food. Um, but over this past year, the restaurant has gone through some changes. We started with, you know, um, you know, you, you come up, you order, you get a number to now the, the, the outside part is a full service. You have a wait, wait staff that will wait on you. Um, and our menus, our menus, you know, a lot, Oh my goodness. The, um, the, the comments we got in the beginning was like, this is not Chef Cousy. Like, they they didn't realize, they, they thought Chef Cousy was like just, you know, all she could do was fine dining and that was it. But she, chef was always be, big. I want to feed the the average family, and but I want to feed them some cool stuff. Yeah. I want their cheeseburger to be cool. I want their, you know, like, I'm sorry, but one of my favorites is, girl knows how to make some chicken nuggets you know yeah. <laughs> it's like i eat those. i, ch- I love chicken, I, love nuggets. A chicken I, I mean and she makes them but um but we've changed you know her menu you know from our skewers but you know her staples of the shrimp and grits and you know well, you, you've done really the episode good. but i would say the the changes in the restaurant have been um how to feed the average family just a special meal um a very good meal Uh, as cost efficient as we can but as you know prices and food have just i mean they go and we do our best but then also to have that those menu items that you come in and like i can't get this anywhere else you know um Mm -hmm. you're not going to get her shrimp and grits anywhere else i mean you're just it's
1: It's very i mean it's the the poblano it's Mm -hmm. green typically you're not getting that kind of verde sauce with them and so it's kind of a southwest take on a louisiana dish Mm -hmm. as you said the uh, all the homemade ice cream is always oh my a, a nice
0: touch. Wait, she, she's <laughs> like, Tim, I need an ice cream machine. I'm like, why don't we just buy ice cream? She's like, no, 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 I'm making my ice cream. I said, okay. So her first time coming out, she's like, hey, pop me some popcorn. I'm like, okay, we're not gonna serve popcorn today. She's like, no, I'm making ice cream. What? What? <laughs> ex- ex- my exact word. She took the popcorn and made popcorn ice cream and it was unbelievable. But She nails it. Garlic Pop Rocks. That's what I was going to (laughs) bring up. That's my favorite
2: story with with Jeff Cusey is we're at the Louisiana Food and Wine Festival and she comes up behind me and she says, close your eyes and open your hand. (laughs) What? (laughs) And she pours garlic Pop Rocks into my hand and I'm thinking, this is about to be awful. I'm going to have to tell her that this did not work. Oh my gosh, I could have eaten the whole bucket. It is, yes. <laughs> so and nice. I love how
0: you're in uh, your roll over there because uh, that happens to me on a daily basis where <laughs> in my office and she's like, close your eyes. I'm like, oh, here we oh, go. Lord. You know, oh, no. I mean, you doing now? I gotta keep working out because if not, I'd be 300 pounds with her. So.
2: <laughs> it's delicious. It's absolutely amazing. And it is a, a truly a really cool atmosphere and a vibe that you're not really going to get any anywhere else in town. So I I love that.
0: We, we, I have great friends in the restaurant industry here in Lake Charles. We, we want their businesses to flourish. And um, you know, I, I do believe me, my family come in, I have family that comes in from Texas, from even Minnesota to Florida. And I mean, the the one thing they will always say is that the food you, you just, you can't, you can't, you don't eat anywhere else like you eat here in Southwest Louisiana. And um, you know, so that environment was, that was some of the things that we wanted to do over this past year was match the food with the environment and getting the right environment takes time. Speaking of what are the,
1: uh, the membership, the the details of being able to come and enjoy. I know you guys offer a couple of different angles of how people can do it on their own speed, so to speak.
0: That's right. So one of the things that we also wanted to do in pricing was keep it simple. Uh, so, you know, we all know our our beloved um, restaurant that was birthed in Louisiana, Canes. And, you know, you hear the story of that and how he's like, I'm just going to offer up chicken fingers. And everybody's like, you're crazy. And then, you know, it's like you want one, two, three, or four. What, what, what do you want? And so we wanted kind of the same thing that when you came into Lake Area Adventures, you weren't sitting there trying to figure out like all these packages and things like that while your kids are tugging at you. And uh, oops, um, we, uh, we have a few of those. But ultimately, you're going to pay for either a one-hour visit um you're going to pay for a two-hour visit uh or you're going to pay or the next up would be unlimited stay the whole day or you can become a member and the way that we did the membership was you could buy a solo membership for just an individual or you can buy a four-pack membership and on that so you know i have a lot of parents who they're just they're not going to play so they have three or four kids all their kids go on the membership the parents don't count as a spot they're just the ones that are that own the membership, if that makes sense. Sure. And what we did was we priced that out Is if you were to come more than, if you were to come more than one time in the month with three or four, um, people, uh, the membership would have, is cheaper for you. So if you come one time and then you, you came back in that month, your membership was worth it. Um, and in the memberships you get 10% across the board on any, any, um, you know, restaurant items, um, anything else that we do. Uh, and you get, you are the one that has access to the pool. Um, and and your kids, uh, you know, you, you're, you're there for as long as you want. So as time expires on bands, not on the members.
1: Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask. So if you buy it March 1st, let's say for example, Mm -hmm. if you come March 1st, 5th, 6th, 8th,
0: 15th and 22nd, it's one price that you paid on March 1st and that's it. That's it during the summer the only day we will be closed is monday and we do that to shut the facility down do repairs and clean it so if your child during the summer decides to come all other six days from the minute we open to the minute we close uh, and all you did was pay that membership fee that's it
2: outside of what the adventure park aspect has Mm -hmm. to offer uh, you know if you drive up to it right now on country club road you see the boats outside Mm -hmm. and that is something you guys still do
0: Oh, the boats are. Uh, even if you look at our logo, uh, kind of in the middle of our logo is like a wave, and mm-hmm. we sp- we put that in there to even remind us that we were birthed on the water and we came from the water and we're going to stay on the water. Uh, so the boats are something very important to us. Uh, COVID was a time that we felt like. First off, you tell people in in Southwest Louisiana you're going to open an outdoor adventure company. They're like, "Good luck to you." You know, like that's not going to go anywhere. Um, But we did it. And then shortly into us opening um, a a pandemic hits, you know, how are we going to survive? You know, Um, but what we did was is we tried to make things to where the family could still be together and go do something special. And that's what me and Sarge realized was these locals are not going on the water. They're not enjoying what's right in front of them. Uh, They're either scared of it or they think that it's so dirty and this and that, which always cracked me up because people love to fish around here, but then I'm not swimming in it. And I'm like, well, you fish and you eat the fish, (laughs) fish. you know, it's not, it's not as bad as you think, you know? And um, you know, I, I also, like I said, I was born here in Louisiana, but I I also grew up in Key Largo, Florida and and things like that. And, and I've seen the the crystal clear waters and, and this and that, and I'm telling you, uh, this backyard is one fun place to be in. And so the the, the watercraft and the boats to the kayaks is something that was near and dear to us that allowed families during even COVID to still go do something together and not be in the areas they weren't supposed to be. You know, they could be themselves on their own boat out in the water, you know, enjoying each other's company. Like we we want you on the boats, we want you on the in a kayak. We want you to go check your water out. Uh, when when you know at, right now we're even starting our counter where we'll do right out here from your window. We'll do a sunset tour on Friday on Friday evenings or Saturdays sometimes where Sarge will just take a group of people. It's like fifteen bucks. You jump in a kayak, you paddle around the lake, and we watch the sunset. You come back to the shore here. We have a little couple goodies from chef, and you know have a good have a good evening. You know sunset tour because. I believe we have some of the best sunsets around here too. Great.
2: Oh yeah. Hands down. Yeah. That's what I always tell people that are, that are new to this area is you will never see a better sunset. Right. That's kind
0: of where our orange came from in Lake, in Lake area Adventures.
2: Love it. I think you, it, good idea, you know, tying into that, leaning into that. Yeah. Cause I think truly we've got something special here in Southwest Louisiana for sure.
1: Thanks again to Tim for joining us here on the show. And thank you for taking time out of your day to join us and listen to this here podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please follow and leave us a rating or review wherever you get your podcasts. For example, on Apple, leave us a rating or review there. Put them five stars, you know, if you enjoyed us to a five-star level.
2: Which, of course, you did. Of course, when you leave those ratings and reviews, it helps us grow our audience and further share the unique experiences that Lake Charles in Southwest Louisiana has to offer. Go to visitlakecharles.org slash podcast for more episodes, where to eat, and events happening this weekend. I'm Jillian Quarter.
1: And I'm Brady Raynard. Thanks again for coming to play at Louisiana's Playground. Sit you.